We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Josh Damal is heading out of town. I know this because on Sunday morning, Just Jared published the story, Josh Damal arrives at LAX airport to catch a flight out of town. <laughs> this is what we call context clues. Mm -hmm. He caught a flight out of town. We don't know where, but he went out of town from LAX. This weekend, somebody said, what's on the docket for your show next week? And I opened the doc and I read, Josh Dumel arrives in LAX <laughs> airport to catch flight out of town. I said, wow. For his flight, Josh sported a white button-down shirt, jeans, black high-top sneakers, a backwards black trucker hat, and black sunglasses. Despite all those details, we have no idea where he was going. Let me guess, North Dakota. North Dakota, probably. That's the. I think that's a good guess. That's in an interview guess. from a few months ago, Josh said that he and his fiance Audra Marie were in full prep mode as they planned their upcoming wedding. Click through the gallery inside for new photos of Josh Jamal at LAX airport. Honestly, I'm fine. I clicked through all of them already. I've seen a man at an airport. I don't need to see. I'm not sure what else could really be new to me. I, I just don't know what this disease is where, like, I clicked through all the photos. I looked at all of them. And? It was a man at an airport. He had a giant... He didn't... I did think it was notable. He was checking his bag because the bag that he's carrying is a bit like the big roller bag that's definitely checkable. It's like how Away has the well, big bag. Well, maybe he's going on a longer vacation. To North Dakota, I think. You can never have enough like galoshes. I don't know. Maybe he just had to pack like a lot more stuff than usual. I'm so sorry. This is at the top. I don't know why I put it there. I thought maybe there would be something better. <laughs> I thought I maybe there would be something there. better. <laughs> Oh, there wasn't anything better. It was just yesterday was rough. You were on the on the internet yesterday. There was nothing going on yesterday. I mean, it's a it's been a slow weekend for celebrity news. And Josh Jamel knows he's heading out of town. 
Where is in town for him? Oh, LAX. He's in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was just trying to see if I was I was trying to think about it intellectually and think like, okay, why is it that this is such a slow Sunday for the celebrities? Like, what's happening? And I guess it's end of summer. They're all like on vacation doing things, right? Sa- like, like, is truly that what it is? Same, but they're not, not home. <laughs> it's not great for the gig that they're not doing things. Let's try our and gig, do not some their things. Gig. Nickelodeon's music festival. We have the first ever Nickelodeon festival has they been canceled. canceled. Nick this, Fest. Is, <laughs> this is I so include sad. this because we talked about Nick. Fest. We talked about it. We were like, we gotta go see. So and so, so and so, so and so, and it turns out we're not. You're not seeing anyone. I love the way that they explain this to their, I mean, presumably, chilled audience of children. Twelve ticket it holders. Says, Nick Fest fans, we are very sorry to announce the cancellation of this year's October 22nd through October 23rd Nick Fest due to current market conditions. Imagine like a oh. child looking at this and trying to make sense of it. Mom, what are market conditions? Yeah, what are what do they mean? All current ticket holders will be issued a full refund. Do you think they just didn't sell enough tickets? I think that's what it means. I find that hard to believe with that lineup. That was an impressive lineup. Dixie D'Amelio, Josh Bassett, that girl Lele, that girl Lele, young Dylan and old Dylan, good news girls, good news boys, <laughs> and good news men. Olivia O'Brien, O'Brien, the kid Leroy, and the adult Leroy. Remember? The adult Leroy's also there. Yeah. Although we were very excited to bring the Nickelodeon brand experience to you through a music festival, we made the difficult decision to cancel after giving significant thought to the challenges facing families today. I think this means we weren't selling enough tickets, maybe because families are choosing to spend their money on other things. What are they going to say? We are a flop? The fest was a flop? (laughs) We're a flop. (laughs) Across the top of Just Jared Jr. right now, there's, I just like love top stories. We have Kung Fu Panda news. We have um, a baby name that we'll get to later. Joe Jonas opens up about balancing career and family. And Gavin Casalegno and Larson Thompson have reportedly broken up. Reportedly. I don't know either of those people. We don't know for sure. Reportedly. Oh, they're a longtime couple, says the, the report. Yeah. The 22-year-old yeah. Summer I Turned Pretty summer Star and the 21-year-old The Midnight Club actress have split up after six years together. J14 confirms. <laughs> when you're reading a website that's aggregating J14, you really need to close the tab. <laughs> you, like, really need to step away. I know. It's like the police are coming for me. Okay. <laughs> Just step just step away. Also, why is Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner grab lunch and go shopping with friends in Miami on Just Jared Jr.? That is that is for adults. Absolutely, that is for adults. Joe Jonas somehow, Jonas Brothers They're somehow not for the still children. remains Just Jared Jr. bait. They're adults. He's in his thirties. I don't know. You should call them He's the 32. Jonas uncles or something. I feel like the Jonas he Brothers remembers doesn't really 9/11. tell the. But the Jonas Brothers doesn't really, you know, it kind of implies they're still young, and yet they're all grown men with families, you know? No one who remembers 9-11 should be written about in Just Jared Jr., you know? Oh, my God. That's how I I feel. That's how I feel. Oh, my God. Camilla Alves? Camilla Alves? We don't, like, their their new, like, tagline, we don't remember (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. Proudly don't remember Uh, 9-11. It's not that we forgot 9-11, it's just that we weren't alive. Right. Well, Camilla that's Alves more what you're trying to say. Yes. You're trying. Yes. You're They're saying. They're respectful you know, of the event. They know it existed. They just don't remember it. Yes. Sure. Okay. It's like how I feel about Pearl Harbor. You know. Oh, great. Okay, right. I'm glad you have Similar. one. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. Camilla Alves McConaughey did a 25 Things You Don't Know About Me in Us Weekly, and she's um, not Camilla Alves McCon- McConaughey. She's Camilla Alves McConaughey sometimes. 
I've noticed that she picks and chooses when Not to deploy one. McConaughey. In the actual Instagram that she's mentioning, she introduces herself as Camilla McConaughey. Like in the like, listen to this. She's like, "Hi, I'm Camilla McConaughey. I'm going to teach you how to make a taco Sunday." Listen to this. Hey guys, I'm Camilla Alves McConaughey, and I'm going to show you how to make this fun taco Sunday recipe that I created for Whole Foods Market. Like she deploys the last name when I think it's beneficial to her, like bottom line. When there's a check involved. All, all that I'm seeing here, you know, Whole Foods Market National Ice Cream mm -hmm. Day. I'm just seeing Matthew McConaughey not making enough money for the family. What's going on here? <laughs> what does she do? What's going on? He makes. He makes so much money. I think they need more money because I think he wants to run for office and you need like deep pockets Why if you're going to run for Whole governor. Why is Whole Foods you know? Market teaming up with Camila Alves McConaughey to celebrate National okay. Ice Cream Day? Here's why. And I there is an explanation because I kind of figured you would ask that. Don't forget, it's an Austin company. Whole Foods is a Texas company and that's a Texas couple. They're like proudly Texans, okay. you know? I think that's Is the that only it? reason they want to. I think they want to choose like local celebrities, and there are few bigger local celebrities than Matthew McConaughey, you know, in Central Texas. I mean, the Texas Sunday is like arguably the most like blasphemous like kind of food I've heard recently. Taco Sunday, yeah. She, the way that she does it, she doesn't make it fun either. Like she's like, and then I take my siete grain free taco shell, crumble it into pieces, put it at the bottom of the bowl, add two scoops of dulce de leche ice cream, top it with a swirl of salted caramel thing from Whole Foods 365, and then top it with more crunched up siete gluten-free taco shell mm, because it adds a sure. nice crunch. Do you think this is in response to Chaco Taco? Like we're, we got to jump on that trend. It you predated know, like it. Camilla Alves McConaughey is ahead of the curve. It predated the Choco Taco right. because she even makes a second variation. She makes, which I do appreciate in her Whole Foods spawn, she makes two versions of this taco treat, one of them in a bowl with scoops of ice cream. The other one, she puts ice cream literally in a taco shell, a grain-free Siete Listen, taco shell. Listen, the number <laughs> on her 25 things you don't know about me, her number five is my favorite book is Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> And her number 22 is Dallas Buyers Club is my favorite movie that Matthew has made. God, that's just, that's just so, that's so wrong. Matthew McConaughey has made many good movies and Dallas Buyers Club is really not even I in the top I love that your problem five. is which movie she picked, not that that was one of the answers to her 25 things. Well, here's the thing. I, if you told me, I just, I don't. Maybe people read fewer books than movies than they watch movies, right? Maybe the only book she's read in the past year or two is Greenlights. That makes complete sense. That's no judgment. Who cares? I know for a fact she's seen more Matthew McConaughey movies. And the very fact that she chose that one as her favorite, that's a red flag. I mean, I know he won the Oscar for it, but come on. There are better I am ones. shocked that number eight says Bob Marley and Lauren Hill are my favorite singles, singers because you'd assume that it would be Matthew McConaughey on the bongos. Playing the bongos. You know? I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> My favorite singer is Matthew McConaughey nude playing the bongos. What is it about? Is this a, is this an our age group thing? There is just, there is no more like pervasive joke from our youth than Matthew McConaughey being naked playing the bongos while stoned, right? Nothing. People yeah. constantly made jokes about that. We'll never lose that joke. My favorite children's book is Just Try One Bite. She wrote that. That's a book she wrote. <laughs> and it's a children's <laughs> cooking book for children. You, I gotta say... She's doing the work here. Like, I look at this 25 things and I'm like, I see what you're doing, Camilla. I Something see what I you're have doing. a lot of in my closet are shoes. <laughs> what work is she doing? Remind me. 
My favorite city to visit with girlfriends is NYC. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. She's promoting Matthew McConaughey stuff because that helps her bottom line. You know, this is a couple. My that's favorite charity together. to donate to is our charity, the Just Keep Living Foundation. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Just Keep Living Foundation. Just keep living. Let me tell you this: the older you do get, the more rules you're gonna try to get you to follow. <laughs> you just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> man, if you're gonna sign that paper, man, you should throw a little grass right in the middle, man. Roll it up, yeah. sign the joint, man. That's gonna tell him something. That's yeah. what I'll do. Moving on. I was sort of like, <laughs> I was feeling very like, God, we need like one big good story because there's Scandal. a lot of little stuff happening this week. And like, I completely forgot about the Addison Ray, Monty, Young Gravy, Sherry Easterling drama that's been bubbling for over a month. We've never really talked about it at length. We've mentioned we it in passing. mentioned it in passing, and we were like, maybe we shouldn't get into this. But you're right. It mm -hmm. keeps getting funnier. Like, the really young gravy <laughs> thing is pretty funny. <laughs> What's going on with Addison Ray's family? I mean, literally, I feel like the entire internet was like, Addison Ray, Ray release your album. And that is like... Now all we hear is like, Addison Ray, release your album. Also, Addison Ray's father is like a is like a sleaze. is a creep. Yeah, is a creep because he. So this all started with the father thing. This is this started with the woman because Addison How Ray's father's Addison name Ray's is Ray's Monty father, Lopez. Like twelve. He's forty six. Okay. He's forty six. Twelve. <laughs> He's forty six. He remembers. I don't 9 know. Okay. He could be our age. Like honestly, don't know. He misled. He misled. This is a quote from page six. A 25-year-old who presumably doesn't remember 9-11 into having an affair by saying, I'm married because he's famous in his own right, right? His daughter is famous. So he's sort of, he likes the attention. Yes. He, he lied said, to Our a marriage young is woman over. to get her to stay with him. Right. Mm -hmm. He introduced her to other people in his family. And then this is all according to the woman who is talking to the press that it was a lie. He wanted to basically have a relationship he wanted to sleep with her and then was like uh it's fine i'm basically single but he was lying about yeah. all of it this was this a is shock what we to call his actual the wife trick in the book i mean i don't really <laughs> yeah. think this should be new to anyone yeah but if you've only read green lights by matthew mcconaughey maybe you haven't read that book right. so if green that's, lights by that's matthew the, McConaughey is the only book you've read you probably don't know that stuff like this you don't know happen. about these old tricks yeah you don't know about the old tricks so as this is happening addison ray is trying to like do anything that she can to take the attention off of her father, right? It's like, that's why at the same time this gets published, Addison Rae just opened up about leaving college and moving to LA with her new, on her new podcast with her mom. She releases a podcast. She leans into the whole, Mama like, where's best. the album stuff. Exactly. My mom and I are super close. She's been my rock in LA. I couldn't do this without her. I hope everyone is the same as I remember them. I feel like some people have treated me a little differently, but yeah. I don't know. It's been so long. You know, two years is a long time. And with as much as we've done, it's a huge difference. And, like, I feel like... You've grown. I've changed. Yeah. I'm just, like, it's true. And I think change is good and necessary for growing up. And I'm not even the same person I was six months ago because I'm growing so much and, like, learning so much. I'm sure they've changed, too. You like, keep saying the same thing. Let me say the same thing. <laughs> 
Let me say the same thing. Changing and growing and changing. <laughs> As this is all happening, I think she's hoping that the Monty stuff goes away and that her dad starts to behave. But her What's dad is like, doesn't I stop misbehaving. Remember like what I did yesterday, but I can sing like part of the leaked music that Addison Ray released. You know, like it's not my it's neck. Not bad. Have you heard that clip? <laughs> I've heard all the I said I've heard all the clips. That's what I'm saying. I'm I, I'm acknowledging that I understand the song that you're singing. Sorry, like it's catchy. Where it really is. It's very catchy. I don't understand why she's not releasing the music. There must be a reason. So Me anyway, neither. there's got to be something going on. Okay, what happened next? I don't know. So after this happens, you tell me. She, the next thing that happens is Addison Ray unfollows her dad on Instagram. People notice it. And right, as you always say, you hate the unfollow, follow stuff because it's never clear. You need the receipts as to whether they followed that person to begin with. It's very easy to prove what the current status of the follow, unfollowed relationship is, but it's hard to tell like what it was before and how it's evolved. Right. Like it's hard to keep those records. But yeah. I kind of trust the people here, the journalism here. At one point she followed her father. Now she no longer follows her father. Okay. Now she unfollowed her mother. I can't. Why is this like I, I hate this. Sure. Okay. She unfollowed her and mother on then, Instagram. Even though she has a podcast with her. Yes. And then someone on TikTok responds to her in a comment and is like, how do you feel about the fact that Addison unfollowed you? And she wrote back, heart-wrenching, along with an unhappy emoticon. <laughs> she commented on, on the Instagram account, the TikTok room. The TikTok room, TM. So now all this is happening. Meanwhile, Young Gravy is a TikTok rapper who... <laughs> I hate Sorry. Young Gravy. Sorry. Young Gravy is a TikTok rapper who is trying to um, have notoriety, get attention. Have notoriety and get attention on the actual like Billboard music charts. He has sort of succeeded with a song that samples Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. It is an insufferable song. Absolutely insufferable, but it is technically charting right now. So he's getting what he wants. He's getting more attention than he's ever gotten before, right? He's getting attention beyond TikTok. I'm trying to get belittled. All the mamas love me now. I think I'm being brittle. Flex the rainbow. Bang it like some Skittles. Gravy, why you out of pocket? Out of pocket. Stop it. I'm getting money, gravy, crocking. Never take a L no more. Never take a damn thing slow. All I know is chase this dough. Sherry put single mom in her TikTok bio. These Addison yes. Ray parents are more shameless than Addison Ray. They're making because... Addison Ray look like fucking Julia Roberts over here. So because of all of this drama between Addison Ray's parents, Sherry Nicole and Monty Lopez, Young Gravy was asked about them on a podcast called The BFFs. Who hosts that? Dave Portnoy. We've talked about Brianna Chicken Just Fry before. I hate it. Bleep it all. Bleep it all. So he goes on, and apparently, I didn't know this until this all happened, and I got this quoted from a story from The Sun with the great headline Beef with Gravy, Addison Ray's dad, and Young Gravy Beef explained. Apparently, for a long time, Young Gravy, the TikTok rapper, has professed his love for MILFs, right? He's like, I love older women. Okay, sure. I love them. So he's made it into a bit. Young Gravy is single. Young Gravy is six foot eight. Young Gravy's in Birmingham. Looking for a mate. 
Where the moms? Because of this, Dave Portnoy brings it up, I guess, and he goes, "We're going on a date soon. We're going on a date soon. All I know is she lives in Louisiana." Because one of his bits is, "I like older women." Because he said that, now Monty is saying that he wants to fight Young Gravy for hitting on this. his estranged wife. I literally hate this. Hey, what do you think about Young Gravy uh, talking to Sherry Nicole, Monty? Look, I got something for Young Gravy, man. He likes to talk a lot of smack and he's talking trash. But let's tell him, look, Jake Paul just backed his fight up. Let's get it as a ring. Let's get in the ring and set some of it like men. Look, you like apples? How you like them apples? Oh, come wow. on, come on, little gravy. Hey, Open you, your mouth so I can shut it. Are you serious, Monty? You get in the ring with them? You know I will. Hey, hey, Monty, if, if you fight, if you fight young gravy, if you fight young gravy, uh, who whose corner would Addison sit at? Addison's a winner. She sits with winners. And it's really embarrassing for like Dave Portnoy and his League of Gentlemen to even like play into this like it's so like you guys are so lame for this like it's so lame and so boring i'm trying to compare i'm trying to force a comparison between addison ray's family and the d'amelios because there seems to be like even though the d'amelios are embarrassing they seem to understand that like if we're going to be truly successful we have to work as a family unit right we have to like take a take a cue from the kardashians i guess instead we're taking a cue from the low hands you know like they've chosen low hand energy instead of kardashian energy and they're suffering the consequences for it like low hand family though like michael lohan is so much darker than this this is at least like face value like embarrassing and cringe like it's not even getting into the territory of like as dark because they already switched it around to make it like haha funny you know the only mm-hmm. real like quote unquote loser is this like poor girly who ass and ray's father kind of fucked around with you know like consensually but still like l- basically like she was telling her to, he was yeah. gonna leave his wife or whatever but mm-hmm. that's like the true and then the rest of them are just like coasting off of like kind of the fumes of it all and Addison Ray is like losing relevance each day you know it's not even mm-hmm. it's not even interesting anymore it's just like boring yeah. you even got like the Tana Mojos getting involved that's how like down in the dirt this is you know that's how bottom of the barrel it is it's very bottom of the barrel at this point it's just like, and it's I, like I feel all like... being talked about on various podcasts that are the only like fuel and the only like just getting people to come listen to your podcast because you're talking about like this issue. You're like breaking your silence on this issue. Addison Ray has had every opportunity in the world. For some reason, people have been giving her opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And despite that, like her parents are just choosing to torpedo like everything. Like her parents seem so toxic that it just destroys every like bit of. But this is what uh, happens when you let your parents like get involved with your shit. Like she shouldn't have let them. <laughs> I hate you don't it. don't let your parents like get on ride your fucking shit, you know? Unless they don't want to be famous. Like when your parents are also fame hungry, I think it can really destroy stuff. But also at the same time, maybe it can help things cuz look at Chris Jenner, the ultimate I want to be famous no, too. But but that's not like that's a different that's like you can't use them as a rule because they are not the they are not the what usually happens what usually happens is i'm glad my mother's dead by jeanette mccurdy and like mm-hmm. you know the worst shit that you can think of this this drama this bullshit or macaulay culkin my parent i have to like file for i you have know, to emancipate myself <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. not good 
I'm a grown man. I'm not going to fight you over TikTok drama. You got one of the most successful daughters in the world, and you decide to act half her age to try to get some attention while embarrassing your whole family. So grow up, get some help. And if we cross paths in real life, don't do anything stupid. Moving on, we have more Hurt Spawn. I'm very confused by the abundance of Hurt Spawn over the past few months. We've had Tom Brady doing Hurt's ads. We had Jonathan Chebin handing out, like, cheese fries from a Hurt's truck outside LAX a few months ago. And now we have Sherry Shepard giving details about her new talk but show, Sherry, via Hurt's. This is good. Do you know why? This is very good Spawn. I it's have to say, I was really impressed. On, conceptually, it's, it has, like, uh, it has, has a message. Have you seen Celebrity Spawn that's so like well tied in in a while? You haven't. No, especially not Hurt Spawn. Yeah, you haven't seen it. It's a little clever. They put her fucking face on a moving truck, and she's moving from LA to New York to host her new (laughs) talk show. It makes it makes sense. But every time she talks about the details of her talk show, which is highly anticipated because of the drama of it all, like taking over Wendy Williams' entire thing with a new show, she has to mention that she's. In a partnership with Hertz. So like I she's... do love that she's got like this single, like single horny woman like vibe. Because Wendy mm-hmm. had that too, but in less of a, you know, she was like, I'm trying to date a cop from Staten Island. Sherry Shepard's like, I'm trying to date Michael B. Jordan. It's <laughs> very, um, now. <laughs> it's very Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Cruise, but like everyone knew that Rosie was gay, but like how she was always mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to fuck Tom Cruise. Everyone was like, yep, Rosie, go off, queen. Yes, you know? queen, give me another koosh ball. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. What's the deal with like a single horny daytime lady talk show host, right? What's the deal? It's a good, it's a, it's a good, good energy. Bit, I guess, yeah. She said, I'm big into female energy. I want Meryl Streep and I want Michelle Obama. I want to talk to them both. And if Michelle Obama can bring that guy she's married to, uh, you know that guy, that'd be awesome. And I want Lizzo. Yeah. Can Lizzo come on my show? Sherry, <laughs> Sherry has big hopes. It's like it's like wonderful. It's like wonderful and shameless. But the the thing about like like if you get, okay, you get into the gender binary, right? You get trapped in the gender binary. You start discussing oh, talk show hosts. You start discussing talk show hosts in terms of like, there are men and there are women who host talk shows, okay? We want our men, if we're, again, if we're stuck in the gender binary, we, we want our men talk show hosts to be married and not creeps. <laughs> we want our women to be single and extremely horny for everyone who comes on the show. Right. You know, yeah, like, totally. the, this is how we've been conditioned. Like, totally. the moment, the moment a man flirts with, you know, his female guest, it's like, I hate you. Shut the fuck up. How dare you say that right. to whatever? Like, if Sherry Shepard's on, on the table. Drew Barrymore says to ha- Sam Hewen, like, you know, <laughs> sit on my face or whatever. <laughs> like my face, yes. We're like, we're like ah! oh, what a <laughs> relatable queen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What about, though, you know, there's a few kind of people that fall out of that thing which is like harry connick juniors you know like with the daytime talk show i guess well that look what happened get, to his show it flopped you just get canceled right like you just can't survive <laughs> you right? get canceled you get canceled in the in the in the original sense uh, as in get your show is no longer on the air get canceled <laughs> um you are uh, you are not allowed i'm sorry you're not allowed to be horny on a talk show if you are a straight man, it's just not going to work. <laughs> straight men are not allowed to be horny on talk shows. If I saw the Sherry Shepard, New York, Here I Come, um, Hertz van that signed Sherry, I would literally fucking lose it. <laughs> I would She'd fucking be in lose there too. it. If I, saw, if I saw the New York, Here I Come, Hertz van with Sherry Shepard's face on it, I would say, there she goes. All her stuff. Hashtag Hertz Let's Go. Sherry premieres September 12th. I looked at Getty Images to see like... 
if there had been another Hertz spawn that we missed, you know, that had been photographed like this in the Jonathan Shepard, but there haven't. These are the two highest profile things. I was also thinking about, like, where is Hertz suddenly getting this money? So I was looking at some of their, like, quarterly reports. I mean, they're a very successful company. Come on. And they've... And they've really, they've had an uptick since the pandemic, you know, like I'm rental sure cars, they have. a booming industry. Remember so when they rental do, cars were so expensive and like no one could and afford them? they were hard them? to find. Yeah. yeah. She said, returning my Hertz truck in NYC <laughs> after its trek. Now it's time to have some fun at Hertz neighborhood location in Midtown Manhattan near the fun. studio. I've been so, to that location. It you're is You're telling not me fun. the Hertz location, the pickup drop off in Midtown Manhattan isn't fun? Oh, it's bad. Can I rent the Sherry truck and just go ride it around town? Like, why can't I? That's an excuse to move, actually. Like, I want to move simply because I want to use the Sherry Shepard Hertz truck. New York City, here I come. Oh, that'd be so fun. All right, guys, here we go. Let's do it. Top six answers on the board. Name something a lady cop might do to her husband in the bedroom. Cut his penis off! Speaking of moving, Chrissy Metz's show this is us is over mandy more like died right isn't that isn't that how it ended like mandy um, Moore died or something spoiler alert i was gonna watch it joking i'm assuming that she's dead wait you don't my even mom, know I, I, that's not even i told you that that's my just, mom says cutie that's... pie has alzheimer's now that's what my mom told me meaning okay. mandy Moore. okay so i knew that <laughs> cutie pie has alzheimer's <laughs> it's irrelevant how it ended the long tail of this is us like how long will this show stay with us culturally that's the real question like how long Will Mandy Moore being a, be a respected actress? How long will Chrissy Metz be somebody I have to know who they are? How long will Justin Hartley exist? How long will... Uh, who else is involved in that show that I'll have to care about? Sterling K. Brown. How long will he be known for that versus all the other amazing things he's acted in? Like, how right, long? Right, where it's like Sterling and Milo have very long TV careers. So, like, I... I trust that they're going to find something else in the future, but it's you're right. It's like, will Chrissy Metz find something else after this? Because this was her breakout role. Well, she will has Mandy found Moore finally else. get treated? Well, she has. We'll get to it. Will Mandy Moore be treated with the respect that people really started to give her in the final season of this show? Will Justin when will Hartley Moore move on? Go back to Mandy Moore Candy, like the candy singer Mandy Moore. Like, when will that? Are we going to revert immediately back to that? I think we might. <laughs> we might. Chrissy Metz. Is like, okay, remember when Chrissy Metz sang the really bad Diane Warren song for that uh, extremely religious movie that was nominated for an Oscar a couple of years ago? Remember sure that? Do. Sure do. She's like, okay, I want to be an actual singer now. Like, I, I'm done with acting. I'm done with my big, humongous hit show. And I'm going to see if I can make singing work as opposed to acting, or at least a little blip. And she is introducing herself as Chrissy Metz, comma, singer at none other than city winery she's going on a literal city winery tour we've we've done these tours you could get they give you free dinner it's so good they give you they give you fucking free dinner it's so there's no better green room than city winery because they give you they give you the menu they bring you a carafe of wine you don't even have so to ask nice. they just say red or white so next nice. thing you know there's red wine and then you get to get like whatever you want from their menu. It's not I mean, just like cheese and crackers. Did we sell four tickets in Nashville at the City Winery? Yes. Did we get free dinner? We sure did. We sure did. <laughs> we sure did. Did they lose money that night? Absolutely. Absolutely. Will Absolutely they be inviting us they back? Lost probably, money. probably not. They probably won't be inviting us back. But we did we get free dinner? Yes. Yeah, we did. This is being announced in People. Chrissy Metz on launching her music career quote, I just want to share my heart and soul. The singer opens up about 
the singer and actress, singer and actress, opens up about the end of This Is Us, the start of her City Winery music tour, and the importance of being your most authentic self no matter what venture you're pursuing. God, the way that she's she still got her This Is Us publicity team. Like this is this is Ugh. this is good she press. Them. She didn't she fire kept them. them after this the is good finale. press. Interesting what we have here. Some people don't know that I've been going back and forth to Nashville for, gosh, five years now, ever since the second season of This Is Us, Mets 41 tells people. I met Jason Halpert, here it comes, who was Kelly Clarkson's musical director. And he said, I don't know how to say this to you, but literally a voice is telling me to ask you about music. And now he's collaborating with these Nashville people. So I feel like if this is successful, this is what she's going to do. That she doesn't really want to act to begin with, you know? Uh-huh. That's what I'm, that's the vibe that I'm getting from here. Sure, but. sure, sure. Okay, I'm pissed off. I feel like maybe we even have to save this. There's no, or maybe we tease it. We have about a hundred headlines about the Day of Indulgent Party, which happened at Brentwood. Who is the woman who throws this every year? What's her name? The the producer. It's always an in-style exclusive. And the in-style exclusive has not been published yet. Did you know that today is the Feast of Assumption? There's no park. You don't have to move your car. Like, there's no alternate side okay, parking. It's that's a what it means. Assumption. Okay. But then I kept mixing up the Feast of Assumption with the Day of Indulgence. The Day of, the Day of, Indulgence. of Indulgence <laughs> is not an actual religious holiday. The Feast of Assumption is a real holiday. So I kept thinking, mm. like, oh, it's a Day of Indulgence. I don't have to move my car. But then I was like, that's not what that is. That's like a fake holiday. That's a fake PR party put on by a lady in LA. Mm-hmm. It's the Feast of Assumption. And then I kept thinking, wait, why is the PR lady having a Catholic holiday or whatever? And it's like, no, she's having the it's Day not, of Indulgence, she's not. not the Feast of Assumption. Okay. Ugh, we've talked about this every year. It's where, like, you know, the A through C listers get to go to this woman's house and, like, get free Jennifer shit. Klein. Jennifer, Jennifer Klein. Jennifer Klein. I will say what's interesting about the Day of Indulgence is you don't really get a rundown of, like, it's really an internally... Uh, produced party like there's no external I couldn't even find a press release as to like what items were there like I want to hear like secret pop sent their like popcorn monster to give out free samples of secret pops new like popcorn and ice cream flavored popcorn or something you know what I mean yeah I wonder like what that means and I have no insight as to what that means but you're right there's no like B2B like the vendors Right. The vendors who come aren't promoting their stuff. They're only promoting their stuff to the famous rich people. So you're right. It's B2B. It's like it's inv- it's an investment opportunity. And I think what they want is higher. They want better, more expensive free items. But I think what they want is it to be more kind of under the radar. What do you call it? Um, Earned marketing, earned like earned social mm-hmm. where you have like, you know, Nick. Nicola Peltz is going to be wearing some like fancy bracelet she got at this, but you're not going to really know that it was a free item. You're just going to see the bracelet. Like that's almost what they want. Right. So it's like, or I'm trying to see all the other people who went to this because you're right. It's, it's a through, you said a through C. I think it's more like a through D, you know, 
But speaking of C to B, Tia Maori was there. And so I'm looking at like Tia Maori showing up and leaving. And it's like the the goal is for maybe these people to show up and not just wear the item, but maybe they're newer products, newer companies. And it's like, oh, maybe you'll invest time or money or something. Like maybe you exactly. want to help out yes. my business. Like I don't need photos of you with my stuff right now. I need you to give me business help. You but that's know? what I'm saying. It's like you have your you have your like lower you know, you have your who's, but mostly this event is a lot of them's because I feel like it's like you get good stuff, you know? Remember the last, last, because InStyle must have some sort of deal with them or like they must have a really nice relationship, Jennifer Klein and InStyle, because InStyle always gets the full on exclusive write-up of the party. Last year, the lead image on the InStyle party was Jennifer Lopez. You know, like they got the cream of the crop at their party. It wasn't... She brought yes, it wasn't. It wasn't just like... Chrissy Metz and Mandy Moore at the Day of Indulgence, it was Jennifer Lopez and her whole family. <laughs> but I have <laughs> to know? say, no matter how many them show up to this fucking party, it's a who-ass event. You know, like mm -hmm. giving out like free bracelets to celebrities who show up to Brentwood to like <laughs> essentially to like essentially receive them is a real hooey vibe. Like they got um, Rebel Wilson and her new girlfriend Ramona Agruma like PDAing at the Day of Indulgence in Brentwood. Okay, you know? they held hands, Bobby. Relax. That's a public display of affection. Okay. That's PDAing. Lake Bell cuts a seriously stylish figure in a t-shirt and bright red pants while arriving at the Day of Indulgence party in Brentwood. Caitlin Dever shows off her toned legs in a breezy blue mini dress while attending the exclusive Day of Indulgence in Los Angeles. Nicola Peltz flashes her toned <laughs> midriff in a black crop top as she joined her husband, Brooklyn Beckham. I love this. Brooklyn Beckham came. Brooklyn Beckham went, came to this she brought woman's her boyfriend. event. She brought her husband. They, they the never bring said? their partners. They hmm. said the traditionally women's only party, which is known, which is thrown annually by producer Jennifer Klein, is a regular retreat for some A-listers. They said it's normally women only. Why the fuck is he here? Well, that's why. That's why Rebel and Ramona make so much sense. It's like two women in a couple. We love to see it. Meanwhile, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is such a wife guy that he oh, like cannot God. be alone even for I a second. Know. Can't we just like he loves him at being the house? a husband? He can't be at the house. No. What is he supposed to he do? He loves here? being a husband. Didn't you see he, his new tattoo? What did it say? Yeah, it like says married husband. It says <laughs> husband. oh, it says married. It says married. It married. Says married. It'd be funnier if it said husband. That's his main identity now. Husband married. That's it. Kiki Palmer puts on a busty display and flaunts her toned legs in a short miniskirt as she arrives at the Day of Indulgence. Mindy Kaling cuts a fashionable figure in a multicolored flower blouse as she and denim shorts at the Day of Indulgence party in Brentwood. Sister, sister star, you said that. She put on a leggy display in high-waisted green shorts and a matching blazer. Tyra Banks showed a glimpse of her midriff in a tied-up tee and black leggings. Diane Warren sent a message <laughs> with a stay classy t-shirt while heading into the Day of Indulgence. Her shirt said, stay classy sassy and a bit and a bad bit assy assy it's assy oh and a bit badass but they okay. blurred they blurred the word assy <laughs> diane warren like loves saying like fuck or like cunt like she loves like one punctuation profan piece of profanity you know i know but it was like it's just funny that it's assy not ass mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i would love a peek inside Diane Warren's the, closet. Like, oh, the, the people the who need an AD tour, we yeah. need, I, I need to see how Diane Warren lives. <laughs> what is Diane Warren it. picking out at the Day of Indulgence? You know, like, what kind of, like, weird hat is she leaving that <laughs> place with? I feel like you cropped this photo, but 
if if we panned down, I feel like Diane Warren would be pushing one of those like old lady New York City carts. Like Diane Warren is just scooping everything she's into a basket and leaving. She's, <laughs> she's literally like they're launching some weird beef jerky. She's like, I'll take thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have this in turkey or just beef? Uh, never mind. doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, like it's everything. Also, I think Diane Warren, for as B to C listy as she is, she's probably one of the wealthier people you named. You know, like Diane Warren's so rich. Not richer than Nicola And she's Pels. still going to this thing. Definitely richer than Lake Bell. Definitely richer than Caitlin Dever. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a, this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years, just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and, and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep, some that's are for true. relaxation, but like I love the sleep ones. They say shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. <laughs> I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity. And an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. We got Rydell Lynch and Capron Funk revealing their newborn baby's name and the special meaning behind it. Their first baby Rydell was named Lynch. Super. Super Lynch. <laughs> Super Lynch Funk. And they have a new baby named Sweetie. Sweetie Mary <laughs> Funk. 
Sweetie um, Mary Funk. Sweetie, Sweetie Mary Funk. Sweetie Mary Funk. Sweetie, Sweetie Mary, Mary Funk. Funk. Who were these people again? Rydell Lynch know. and Catherine Funk? No, he was in some sort of boy group. Like a boy a boy group. Rydell Lynch was Remember in R7 a, or whatever? Like R9 or R4? No, she was. Because Rydell was in R5. But the other okay. guy is no one. Capron Funk? I thought Funk? he was Rydell Lynch. He's Capron Funk? No, she's Rydell Lynch. She's and he's Capron Funk. He's Capron Funk. I think he was a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And her second cousins are Derek and Julian Huff. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say that he was her second cousin. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's a YouTuber. Right. You're right. Oh, my God. This is it. She's a former singer. He's a YouTuber. And now they turn every single bit of their life into content for consumption. On, on, uh, and they're on related the to Julianne Huff. Yes, second cousin. Which really says it all. Which also means they're related to Derek Huff, which also means they're related to all of the other Huff-like cousins, because we know there are so many of those cousins. Right. And now they have a baby mm-hmm. named Sweetie Mary Funk. Sweetie Mary <laughs> Sweetie Mary Funk. God. Her name is Sweetie. Sweetie Mary Funk, Rydell and Capron shared in a, YouTube, in a new YouTube video on their channel. Our daughter is born. Finished editing the video of Rydell Funk giving birth and posted it on our family channel. Enjoy it. Makes me cry every time I watch it. So thankful it was healthy and safe delivery. That's nice. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. I don't Glad that love... it's on your YouTube channel. We won't be streaming. <laughs> okay. We have a lot of relationship news to get to, including like one of the biggest stories of the week, which uh, we'll get to in a second. First off, we have uh, Jason Oppenheim is dating a new woman, and that new woman's name, speaking of names, is Mary Lou Nurk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I. It's been so long since we've had a new who with a name as good as Mary Lou Nurk. Mary Lou Nurk. M A R I E hyphen L O U. Mary Lou Nurk. Yes. How Mary does Lou. he find? How does he find these women? Right. A model I don't know. named Mary Lou Nurk. A model named Mary Lou Nurk. She's from the south of Germany, according to Us Weekly, but currently lives in Paris. I love this because it's like. They're dating long distance, and Jason Oppen... It's, somehow they're making long distance work. This guy, who's probably the most difficult person in the world to date, is like, no, it's, it's, it actually works for us. Like, she's in France, and I'm in, El- in Los Angeles. Mary Lou Nurk. Mary Lou Nurk. The German native works as a business and branding strategist for large European brands. She'll often share images of different clothing brands, including Our Legacy, via her social media for promotional purposes. I don't love a okay. brand name, Our Legacy. God, I'm not going to lie. She, she studied economics at, quote, a prestigious university in Germany. Don't know the name. Per her social media, she seems to travel often throughout Europe between Germany, Thank France, you. and Spain. Who wrote this? Us Weekly? Good job. Incredible. Mary Lou Nurk. Wait, I want to I wanna play your... It's not going to be the full game. But you see how on the Mary Lou Nurk, Five Things to Know, Jason Oppenheim's model girlfriend, Mary Lou Nurk, Five Things to Know, it says um, she often seems to travel throughout Europe and that part is pink. It's hyperlinked. Uh-huh. Can you guess where that goes? Like Do you five, think it out like or in? Celebrities who love Europe. Celebrities who vacation in Europe. Celebrities who love like Europe. European celebrities. Mm-hmm. No, Lindsay. It straight up links out to Mary Lou Nurk's Instagram. A Stop. photo of her that's and the first time. That's the first it time people out. has ever linked out. They linked out. Incredible. They linked out. They're already teasing the fact that this Mary Lou Nurk woman may appear on the next season of Selling Sunset. E News asked them, asked him about Mary Lou Nurk, and he said, "I could do brackets a double date with Chriselle because we're getting this out of context." Okay, I could do that. 
probably is what he said. I could do that. I could go on a double date with Chriselle. I love going to dinner with Chriselle, and I like G a lot, too. I could do it. We G could flip? do it. I'm in. Chriselle, if you're in, I'm in. Referring to G flip as G is, a, I've never noticed that, but of course that G. makes sense. You call G flip G. They put G flip in brackets in bracket a way that flip. is hysterical. G, G bracket, bracket flip. flip. <laughs> oh my God, we're talking about selling sunset again. Fuck I know, this. I, we can't do this. We can't do this. It's so, it's like. You did this. You put this in here. It's insidious. I just love G bracket flip. Okay, moving on. We have another uh, piece of relationship news. Maya Jama and Ben Simmons allegedly broke up. They were engaged for six months. The engagement ended. And the moment the press started saying that the engagement was over, Ben and Maya started tweeting things like, slow news day, stop believing sources and papers, please. I think that these people are so good at manipulating the press, specifically the British press, that they planted this story. This is so good for them. I haven't thought about their engagement in seven months. And now it's all I can think about. But I do think it's over. You don't think it's over? Well, no, because last night she's in, God, where is she? She's celebrating she's her birthday Ibiza. in some place. Ibiza too. She's in Ibiza too. She tweeted there. She was Instagramming from Ibiza. And then while she was there, Ben posted a photo of her. I think it was just an old photo. I don't, I think he's in Los Angeles actually right now. He posted a photo of her and was like, happy birthday, Maya. Like heart, 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 heart. So they're not broken up. They're back I don't together. think they're broken up. But I think that all of this just like is good for... It's good for their, you know. He's the basketball the player economy. who dated Kyle Kendall Jenner, and she's a model host mm. in the UK, who's like pretty famous in the UK, just not really here. Yes, she's like a presenter. She's like the classic, like classic presenter, presenter. like mm-hmm. VJ, but bigger and in the UK. And she's extremely like personable and likable, and like easy for two so Americans f- like so Lindsay it was and me to like. Reported that they broke up, but then they're yes. both like screaming, "We didn't break up." We didn't break up, but they're still getting the press that, like, it appears maybe they didn't break up. So, like, they're getting the entire, they're t- getting the full cycle here in a way That's that funny makes me because think I they saw did it the, all themselves. <laughs> I saw the Ibiza headline and I was like, oh, she's, like, single and loving it again. Like, that's, like, no, she's just that basically confirms that they're broke up. But then if he's like, I'm here also, then I guess that means that they're still together. I'm just fully galaxy brain about the entire thing. Which is funny because this I, just happened with Kendall Jenner and her boyfriend. They were like, they're broken exactly. up. They're not. Whatever. Yeah. We exactly. didn't talk about it either way. That's Devin he? Booker. It's Devin Booker. He's a uh-huh. basketball player. And all they, for the last, I don't know, nine months, it's just been nonstop. They broke up. They're back together. They broke up. They're back so together. Boring. But apparently, it's like, so they never broke up. They're just a boring couple. They're just a deeply boring They're just couple. often spotted separately. Right. And people are like, oh, are they broken up? It's like... No. It's like, remember his... Not together. Where does he live? Like Phoenix? He lives somewhere in Arizona and he got an open door tour on Architectural Digest and it was like in the midst of one of their alleged separations. But it was like the place was filled with her tequila. You know, like he was doing her tequila spawn. He was mentioning her in the thing like, oh, and then, you know, I can have moments alone for my girlfriend because I love to game or whatever. Like it's clear that they've never once broken up. At least... To my eye. I don't care about Kendall and Devin, though. I think it's all planted. Do you think Kendall is planting the ones about her being broken up? I think so. I mean, I think someone I think someone is is doing it because I think it's good for them. There's getting rumor of a split followed by the reveal of reconciliation or the fact that there was never a split to begin with is 
net good press you know it's net really good press well it kind of just reminds people you exist you're right even though yes. it's like not it makes them in a way but it, it does have like kind of a thing of where they doubt the relationship because they kind of in their mind they maybe remember oh remember when they broke up you know, we mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. oh they're on again off again but it's like were they ever really off no. i don't know it's it, it's good for the narrative it's good for attention we love the narrative uh, I'm surprised. I wanted to talk about this last week, and not a single person called in about this. I'm so disappointed in the hooligans well, for not giving a shit that only... Matthew Lawrence is dating Chili. <laughs> okay, first of all, they were spotted together. It's totally rumored. TMZ got some photos of them like oh, yeah. hanging out in the beach. Just which at means, the beach. Like, that's a maybe. There's no. They're not even doing the, the kissing or the touching. Ever been more like Nickelodeon reunion? You know, like all <laughs> that, like very like vintage, like we're reuniting the cast of Boy Meets World. You know, like it's very. It's very vintage, these two adults. T- TLC's Chili and Matthew Lawrence of the Lawrence Brothers, who just broke up with divorced Cheryl. Cheryl. Um, it was Cheryl. What's her last name? Burke. Not Cheryl. Burke. Cheryl Burke from Dancing with it's the Stars. It's different. There's Cheryl and then there's Cheryl Burke. Yeah, she, she did. She had was not nice to things Burke. to say about him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. So they were spotted. Um, In Hawaii. Beach In they? It was Hawaii. It was, it was Hawaii. And so I think that this was, the way that this was, it was a TMZ exclusive. I think it was literally someone sold them these photos because they're not a photo agency. They're clearly like they someone. They feel very, was I was on vacation and I saw Chili from the, um, like, I would be like, I'm on t- vacation. I see Chili from TLC and some guy. <laughs> and some guy. Yeah. And then they sent the photos to TMZ and TMZ, TMZ said, that's a Lawrence brother. We'll buy these for you for $5,000 or whatever. But because these aren't published anywhere else. Well, not only is that a Lawrence brother, but he just got out of a, a relationship. So that he's a little bit juicier you know yeah yeah and also like chili chili for a while was trying to monetize her dating life <laughs> in a way that was kind of embarrassing remember like she she had like a couple of dating shows and she had that vh1 show where she was trying to find love that's me chili from tlc i've been singing about men and relationships my whole career now it's gotten me a lot of hits, but what it hasn't gotten me is a man. Sure, I've had relationships. I dated Usher for a few years. I had my son Tron with music producer Dallas Austin. I mean, don't get me wrong, men are still trying to holler, but I still haven't found the one. After years of dating and disappointments, I know exactly what I want in a man. And I call it Chili's Checklist. He can't drink, smoke. He has to love God. He has to be super fine. Oh, he can't eat pork. It's just to name a few. Now, does that make me picky? Well, my friends think so. Well, I think it was because she was the subject of Confessions, which is one of the best albums of all time, Usher's Confessions. Yeah. And I think, oh, like, you're right. That kind of made, like, against her will, in a way, notoriety of her as this, like, muse and this girlfriend. And then I think she, to kind of, like, hit back in a way, was like, I'm trying to find love. I don't know. Maybe that's, like, a little overthinking it. But, like, she's the she's the muse for, like, Usher's best album, you know? In January of 2004, just shy of their two-year anniversary, Usher and Chili called it quits for good and parted quietly. But they both say they will always have love for each other. We just had differences. And unfortunately, you know, because of sometimes baggage that we all carry, it just didn't work out. If it was a relationship that uh, just happened before his time. 
I wish that we were able to really work out our issues. Because if we had met later, this would be a totally different behind the music. <laughs> it, called, it was called like, um, What Chili Wants. That's what it was. That's crazy. Yes, what well, also, wants, don't remember, they also tried to replace Lisa Lefty Lopez in the band with a reality show. So that didn't take. TLC's been doing reality shows for a long time that all have kind of been like non-eventful, you know? Okay, so I they were spotted. We'll see. I just think that that's... That's a fun, like, 1998 pairing. I love <laughs> You know, it. that's like 1998 I come back it. to life. A rep for Chili tells the two aren't dating or romantic. TLC had a, sh- had a show on the island and Matthew and some pals came to watch. Mm-mm. The two are Mm-mm. friends They're dating. and linked up later. That's such a They're fucking dating. lie. They're dating. What a lie. Okay, let's go from uh, a surprise couple we found charming to a surprise couple that makes me want to jump out the window behind where the two of them are drinking. Uh, oh, Logan but it looks Paul nice. was. You, you could like do <laughs> a nice really dive nice. into the beautiful blue water. It looks beautiful. I think they're in Hudson Yards, so I okay, would just like right into fall Hudson. into concrete. Yeah, so I maybe I yeah I could fall into the Hudson. I would jump out that window if I could do a swan dive into the Hudson. Yes, sure. So there are whales in there. There are so many whales in the Hudson. Did you hear about this? See, I, every time I hear a story like this, I'm like, your gut is saying, like, oh, whales. how cute. But is that like a climate change thing? Like the whales got lost no, or something good. and then we should be it's really sad? It's good. It means conservation good, efforts but... are working. There were nine whales spotted in the oh. – and dolphins interacting in the harbor, in New York and the so, harbor this weekend. So I should feel good that there are whales in the Hudson. Well, speaking of people taking photos of celebrities and then sending them to – tabloid sites it seems like whales. that's what happened here too <laughs> no whales sending them to it seems like sites. that's what happened here too because we have the headline from the daily mail logan paul enjoys romantic dinner date with rumored girlfriend nina agdal in nyc rumored girlfriend is funny language they were spotted getting dinner at one of those like hudson yards in, in case you're not familiar it's like it's like the new development in manhattan where all the buildings are like way too tall and way too ugly and it's meant to look futuristic but it just looks depressing so they're at some like overly trendy restaurant on the 101st floor of a brand new fancy building you know like it's all aesthetics all vibes like but probably really sterile and dumb well nina agdahl the random model and jake paul is he the one that logan paul he's the one that boxes i i bring that up because it's just like it is exactly the type of place for this particular couple to go. Yeah. And it is the exact type of place where you of go course. when you don't want privacy. Hudson you know, like, yards, right? Yes. You want to be seen here and also you have no taste. So that's the vibe of this entire You want to be seen here and you have no taste. Incredible. <laughs> yes. yes. Where should we go New if you want to be seen and have no taste? If you want to be seen and have taste, you go to Carbone. If you want to be you seen, be and, you're seen in New York and have City. no taste, you go to like Hudson Yards. And if you what don't if, want to be seen, you don't go to any of those restaurants. Right. You just you go to an actually good restaurant that isn't And trendy. you have taste, you stay home and like order in, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I thought she dated like Jack Brinkley Cook. Remember him? Remember don't him? say Jack Brinkley Cook to me. Remember him? Like, um, <laughs> don't do that. Christy Brinkley's, Christy Brinkley's son. It, didn't she date him? Don't, don't. You, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm so mad that you said can Jack you Brinkley just, Cook to can me. You, I don't know if my brain is like malfunctioning, but is that, did they date? She did date Jack Brinkley Cook. God, you're right about that. I can't even remember what I ate for breakfast, which was nothing, by the way. I didn't eat breakfast, but I can't remember like what I ate for breakfast, but I can remember that Nina Agdahl dated Jack Brinkley Cook, you know? She's dated Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Brinkley Cook, Ben Kaplan. Like, I will forget like how to access my 401k, but I won't remember that (laughs) that Nina Agdahl dated Jack Brinkley Cook, you know? 
Jack Brinkley Cook from 2017 to 2021. Oh, that's long. Leonardo DiCaprio I from know. 2016 to 2017. Max George. She dated fucking Adam Levine. That's who I forgot. She dated Adam okay, Levine for her, like a hot minute. Her Leo dating was kind of like the peak of like. It was a little iconic. People were really. It was a little iconic. Well, everyone's obsessed on Leo dates. A new model. The next piece of relationship news is Jay Cutler went on a podcast. And when these straight men go on podcasts, they say too much. And on this podcast, he said that he never cheated with Kristen Cavallari, which I don't think Kristen ever really... Did she accuse him of it? She went on Call Her Daddy and just said, like, what a toxic marriage I was in. She said it was toxic, but she never accused him explicitly of cheating. But I think people extrapolated from that Call Her Daddy interview that she was accusing him of cheating, but Kristen's too smart for that. So here's my only thing. Because I have three kids with mm-hmm. him, I'm very careful about what I say. Totally. If you and I didn't have microphones in front of us, I'd fucking tell you. But, you know, that's their dad. And my oldest Googles us now. And I just want to be very careful. My mom never said anything bad about my dad growing up. And I really respected that. And I want to be that kind of mom. And even if I don't say anything, the headlines will say I fucking trashed him somehow. So I just, you know, it was toxic. I think period, end of story. That's all I kind of need to say. When did your family and friends realize? Forever. They did? The oh, okay. Because I, mean, yeah. I know sometimes you can, like, try to hide it because well, I've... Actually, yeah, okay. I, I kind of hid it from some of my friends. My yeah. mom knew every step of the way. And my best friend, Stephanie, um, who's in Chicago. Kristen won't say something that's not true. She just said that there were like red flags and that it was toxic. She went on Call Her Daddy and he went on. What podcast did he go on to talk to her? Sophia with an F. (laughs) No, Lindsay, he went on Sophia with an F. Yes, he went on Sophia with an F. You know, this is that's fucking hilarious. She because went that's on the former call her daddy. Girl yes, girl. they were a podcast duo and they split up and these are their podcasts. And she went on the better one, a.k.a. the Spotify one. And he went on the like kind of reject one, which is Sophia with an F <laughs> to talk about her. Oh, my God. That's funny. If you didn't okay, tell me I that didn't... this was planned, I would guess it was planned. I don't know what she would say, but I, I mean, I think. Well, I mean, she has said some stuff, right? <laughs> she says a lot of things. She, she said a lot of things on So Funny, my ex's podcast, oh. your ex, our exes collabed. She said, you know, the the marriage was toxic. It was unhealthy. Yeah. There were a lot of red flags. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have to say to that? You're like, nothing. Say whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been my whole thing through this whole thing like we I mean I've got three kids so like at some mm-hmm. point they're going to they're going to read stuff they're going to ask questions so yeah um I've kind of steered clear of all of that if she wants to say stuff she can say stuff yeah um I'm not going to go down that road and um, I respect that about her mm-hmm. I mean she's still the mother of the kids so of course um, happened why are you being public two and a half years later exactly right yeah, that makes sense. Why? And now I now we have to have this conversation now. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Let's right. Just, we're, we're done. I didn't you... really even think about that. Come oh, God. on. What's her name? Sophia Alexandra? Yeah, remember the fucking call her daddy drama? Call her daddy. Daddy gang then... said, we, we're team whatever. Alexandra, get... Alexandra said, I will take $100 million from Spotify. And Sophia was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so true. Meanwhile, that that Sophia with the Neffs podcast is on a brand called Sloot Media. So, but this I mean, is he, she's literally getting... like 
if we broke up and like you kept who weekly and I watched launched a podcast called like also who weekly or like <laughs> Lindsay with an E. <laughs> like <laughs> Lindsay with an E. <laughs> no, I just had who weekly. No, but like who would you have on your pod and who would I have my pod? I would have like I would get Millie Bobby Brown and you would get the Bon Jovi uh, son. Well, they'd have to break up first. They they'd have, have to break, break up. They'd have to break up. I'm like, I don't even will this into existence. Who Weekly is going nowhere, but it is funny. <laughs> Lindsay with an E is funny. I, I I really can't think about the Call Her Daddy drama. I really just... I. Okay, so Jay Cutler went on Sophia with an F and said, I didn't cheat on her. And also, I'm like, I, she fell out of love. Or it was toxic. I mean, depends on the day. <laughs> That's what he said. Sophia was basically like, what the fuck happened? Because she was like, Kristen went on my ex-friend's podcast and she made all these statements about you. But like, what's the what's the subtext here? Did you cheat? And he was like, no, I absolutely never cheated. I've got three kids. So at some point they're going to like read this and they're going to ask questions. So I've signed a, yeah. kind of steered clear. It's like. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even put that together that they went on dueling podcasts. So that's funny. So it's funny. So fucking funny. That's so funny. Sophie Winnef should just keep chasing like the kind of drama of the other pod. I have to support Sophia with an F. You know, like I know, but we uh, don't support Jay Cutler. I support both of those girlies in in a weird way, even though I think both of those podcasts are pretty toxic when you get right down to it. There's something about like how unceremoniously like it fell apart and they just are like, Well, I gotta keep podcasting. What do I, I do? Know, truly. Can you imagine keeping This is my skill? Going? Yeah. No, no. Sophia Carson is starring starred in a movie, a made for Netflix movie called The Purple Heart or whatever. Purple Hearts. Purple Hearts. And honestly, I Sophia Carson is one of those like truly who is she, but is kind of in a lot of stuff. Like she is famous because of she's a Disney Channel star. So she's yes. famous for The Descendants, which is a Disney franchise, um, which is like about villains. I, we've talked about The Descendants in the past. Point is, it's a very popular Disney Channel franchise of like movies and a television show. Okay. I always and think it's, of her there's a lot of singing in because it. She was in the remember when Disney Channel had the like Hocus Pocus reunion and the three girlies sang. Um, I put a spell on you, and it was Dove Cameron, Jordan Sparks, and Sophia Carson. I always think of them uh -huh. as like the trio of like it's the same vibe, right? Like that was a, that was good casting because yeah. I always remember them together. And Sophia Carson is in this Netflix movie that everybody's watching because it's Netflix. I don't think anyone actually likes this. It's like very highly watched. It's called Purple Hearts. It co-stars a guy named Nick Nicholas Galazine, who I've never heard of. Here's the thing about him, though. Gal Galazine, he's they're pushing him to be a big deal. He was they're number one in the. Him. He was in. He was in the uh, Camilla Cabello Cinderella. He is going to oh be in Red, White, and Royal Blue. Okay, like okay. he is. He's one of the main hunks in Red, White, and Royal Blue. He was in the recent Craft, the Craft movie, you know? Nicholas Dimitri Constantine Galitzine. That's <laughs> his mm -hmm. name, by the mm -hmm. way. He's, a, he's English. You, you love it how I move you. You love it how I touch you, my one. And all is said and done, you believe God is a woman. I... Midnight, the feeling that you can't fight my one. No 
Um, the point is, they star in this movie that Netflix is very proud has been watched for more than 100 million hours. Okay, so like I was like, these numbers don't do anything to me. Like when I have to do my math to understand what the numbers mean, I they shouldn't they shouldn't matter. But the movie is a full two hours long. It's been watched for more than 100 million hours, which Crazy. means it's been watched Crazy. 50 million times. If that were a movie, which this is stupid, it's apples to oranges, but they love doing this type of math. So if 50 million people had paid $9 to see this in the movie theater or whatever, it would have made $450 million. So like, oh God, these are the numbers. Not real. That's not it's not real. real. You'll get to it's like not real that. at all. But what I'm saying is like, when you do the math, a lot of fucking people have watched this movie. And now it's getting a lot of attention because it's about, do you know what it's about? Well, it's about you know a woman who's a people singer. People are mad about it. People are mad about it because it's like the, the guy is like racist in the beginning of the movie and, it, and he like yes. changes. And then he becomes good. Yes. And they're like, uh, he sucks. Like we hate him. And they're like, but it's okay to be unlikable. And it's like, it's one thing to be unlikable. It's one thing to be like, rape, like actively like a racist Marine. Because it's about yes. a, a woman who has bad health insurance and marries a Marine. Who can relate? I mean, yes, but well, she's, who can relate? no, but she's, it's really, it's number one, people are mad because it's a, military propaganda first of all number two he's racist and then gets redeemed when apparently like i mean the assumption is that isn't the case like if you are a racist man you go into the marines you don't like suddenly become a good guy like that's just like not the thing that happens yes so the other thing that happens in this at the beginning of the movie she is a aspiring singer she gets diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and she's like i never knew i had diabetes i'm an adult i just got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes i can't afford to pay both my rent and for my insulin Okay, I'm going to marry a guy who's in the Marines because then I get spousal health insurance and whatever. And then one of her friends is like, that's against the law. You'll get a, you'll get arrested for fraud. I watched the opening of this movie because I was like, I have to see what's going on. Also, the entire time she's going through her scheme, she's wearing a shirt that says the future is female. So like it, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. It's like written by an algorithm. I guess they actually fall in love. But people are like, oh, this is. You're promoting the, like, it is good that you're talking about healthcare, but, like, the people who are complaining about this movie run the gamut. You know, like, it's pro-military mm-hmm. people complaining, anti-military people complaining. I love Everyone's it. complaining, but it's making so much, it's getting so Everyone's much attention for so Netflix, you know? Mad. It's really rare that we are all united through a movie that makes us all mad. You know, everyone yes. is, everyone who disagrees agrees, this movie sucks ass. <laughs> but it's been watched over 100 million hours. And again, what does that even mean? I guess it means something. It's been trending on at least the Who Weekly Twitter account, which is the main Twitter account I look at, for days. People talking about how, like, no one can stop talking about Sophia Carson and Nicholas Galitzin's Purple Hearts on Netflix. The point is, I don't even know why this is in the relationship section, but yeah, I why, cannot wait, stop why seeing is this, it. Wait, why is it, in the, wait, why is it in the relationship? I actually don't know why it's in the relationship section. Here. Because they're in, a, they're in a fake movie relationship, I guess. And people are considering making a sequel to it. So I guess it ends with the Should I move this out or should I just leave? <laughs> just leave it. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to Rita Waititi or up to who is this woman so we talked about the fact that they're married didn't we well we I mean 
we speculated they were married and then it confirmed after the episode came out and then I did future Lindsay with like they are married but like they are married it's confirmed but not confirmed by Rita or Taika it's confirmed by people around them but in a way that feels sort of uh, but it feels absolutely like what true. are we waiting for to confirm it like Rita Ora does not stop being in the press so it is interesting mm-hmm. that she's like very skillfully avoiding kind of confirming it meaning there's something coming meaning I think we're gonna get some sort of big party, some sort of photos, big event, some sort of big thing. a party, a yeah. cover. We're sh- we're sharing. We're definitely sharing something with tabloids or whatever. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way that that's not gonna happen, right? Yes. yes, I think so. I mean, there was there was one rumor where they said, "Oh, they want to keep it low key. They're not trying to sell any photos to a magazine or anything." And I'm just like, "That's a lie." There's no way Rita Ora and Taika Waititi, two people who love attention, aren't going to like she's gonna somehow get her spread. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Like this is come on. We haven't studied. We've been studied this woman for I mean, seven years for nothing. There's no way that she's not doing like a they thing. would. They would, it would, it would simply be stupid of her to not capitalize on this. And she knows that. Like, it's dumb to imagine it. I'm not sure what's dumber, the thought that she wouldn't do it or her actually not doing it. You know, like, those are two really dumb things to even consider. Newly read Rita Ora wows in a blue and black cutout mini dress teamed with a thigh holster as she shares a selection of sizzling snaps from her week days after marrying Taika Waititi. So she's sharing all these sizzling snaps. None of them are of the wedding, you know? She's clever. and if you, and yesterday or the day before, we got one of the most baffling Rita Ora headlines of all time. This one is a real winner. It's like it has everything smushed into it. It makes literally mm-hmm. no sense. Rita Ora mistakes a peach for a dusty apple and thought the mass Singer contestant was the late Muhammad Ali during her big breakfast appearance, but her new husband wasn't mentioned. <laughs> what? 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 That's like four stories in She thought a peach was one. a dusty apple, but what does that even mean? Yes. Yes. I have to play the thing. She goes... I just looked at my fruit bowl. Yeah. Look at this dusty apple. Can you see it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Who gave Rita the dusty apple? I cannot believe this. <laughs> An apple. I think it's like a shriveled May, up pear. Rita, I'm blood. sorry to break it to you. That's a peach, not That's an a apple. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean... Yeah! I think that's a peach. It's a peach. <laughs> 3 a.m., guys. Give me a break. She's like, my apple's furry. Wait, she Zoomed to the Breakfast Club in the UK from LA at 3 a.m. That's mm-hmm. like the work that Rita puts into her career. To promote a song that came out 400 years ago, Barricades with Netsky. Like, get mm-hmm. out of here. Then when the guy told her that it was actually a peach and not a dusty apple, she gave the camera a surprised look and the Daily Mail captioned the screenshot of her surprised look with Clueless, the poison songstress was discussing the snacks she munches on while filming The Masked Singer when she became confused by the contents of her fruit bowl. Stop. And then they turned this into a conversation about the fact that she also fucked up on a recent episode of The Masked Singer by guessing that the person under the mask was a dead person, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali, who no longer is alive and they didn't even ask she's just making a lot of mistakes they didn't ask (laughs) about her wedding you know that elena gets on the zoom before and says and we won't be discussing the wedding right we no questions about taika no questions about any alleged events that may have happened over the past couple of weeks she will be signing off if that occurs she will be uh, taking a bite into this dusty apple and signing right off she will close her laptop if you ask about taika okay because she's already given the exclusive to Vogue UK or whatever. Our girl is not going to let us down. She's going to give us what we want. She's going to give us the coverage. She's going to give us the full spread. Come on. Let me see you in a wedding dress. I haven't waited this long for nothing. Let's go. Here's Let's my go. question to you before we before we end. Do you think 
because I do think this is going in vogue. I do. I do you think it's Better. going Vogue UK or Vogue US? Oh, shit. That's such a great question. Isn't that I a good question? I think US because she's friends with Anna. Mm, I don't know. And UK wants nothing to do with Rita. They're so mad at her. What's his name? Ed- Edward? Edward Enenful? Is that his name? Edward Enenful. Because Edward got, remember Edward Edward got Beyonce. I just think they're mad at Rita. They're not thrilled with her. So I think she would stay with American. Okay. I think that that's fair. I think I agree. I think it's going, if it's going, if it's going to Vogue, it's going to American Vogue for sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so we're done. Enough about Rita. Enough about everything. Keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for the Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song and our revised Rita theme song, Rita Taika, Rita YTT Aura. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, occasional newsletter, and more. You can also just subscribe on Apple Podcasts for the bonus episodes. Those will come right into your Apple Podcasts app, which is great. Pre-order my debut novel, The Old Place, wherever you get books, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye! Bye! You will trailer. Yeah, 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 they wanna know! Oh, I gotta sneeze. Hold on. Oh, oh no. Now that I said it. You gotta do it. You gotta sneeze. You gotta sneeze. No, but it's like not gonna happen now that I said it. You gotta sneeze. It passed. Oh no, I hate that.